we are beyond excited. Uh, from the beginning, the feeling that we all get when we walk into Bank of California, when we look into the stands and see our supporters and feel their passion and feel how much they uh, are always there for us. So it's, it's, it's been a long time, obviously. In video, I show different times some of the games from the early part of last season, maybe Lyon or uh, Inter Miami or Philadelphia. So we remember, but it's going to be great. So how about the uh, inside the team, how are they thinking about the, this coming Saturday? Uh, yes, first, the team's also very excited to have our fans back inside the stadium. Uh, they love that. They, they love playing in front of our fans and, and uh, stepping onto that field and feeling how much they're behind us. So that's first. And then secondly, um, now we've had some weeks to work and we're still trying to get more guys back to their best form. Uh, we've had moments when we've played well this year, but we need to be more consistent. And now we need to really find a way to get on a, a strong run. So everybody's motivated for that. Two questions, Bob. First, uh, do you have an update on Mahala? Uh, Mahala had uh, a knee procedure. Um, he is on crutches still, but uh, starting to put weight on it. Uh, no timeline, but he's in every day. He's still smiling, and everyone knows that now this uh, procedure is going to provide stability for the knee so that he'll when he returns, there'll be no issues. Uh, second question, uh, I know you saw the Christian Eriksen situation, and I know from the beginning here at LAFC, we were explicit about having a full staff. And watching that, we saw what a, a, a club could do in those situations where they're more than just trainers. What were your reactions when you saw that, and uh, why is that so important that these guys have to be able to react in an instance? Yes, uh, medical staffs um, prepare and of course they hope that they never have to deal with those type of situations but they're always ready uh, i think that uh, uh, starting with sean um, the work here the preparation the understanding of roles is all uh, at a very high level and what we saw that day was uh, incredible um, the players on the field uh, you know the response of the captain simon uh, care the referee, and then obviously when the, when the Danish doctors got on the field, how quickly they were able to handle the situation, and we're all sending our thoughts and our prayers to uh, Christian Eriksen. Anyone who has watched him over the years knows what a special talent, and uh, I've never met him, but I've just always heard from people that know him that he's a fantastic guy, and, and the outpouring of emotion from all around the football world just uh, speaks to that. Thanks. The, the timing of this break and a few weeks to work with your team, does it feel like a reboot to the season? What, what's the attitude for you as you're moving into now a very busy stretch of games? Yeah, well, we, I, I always tell you guys that you, you take the schedule as it comes, you know, and uh, international periods are part of it. Sometimes then they get extended for different reasons. Um, but... Uh, international breaks involve an opportunity to work on some things. It involves then supporting guys that are called in by their national teams. Uh, always excited when they get back. 
when they've been successful, when they return in a healthy way. That's the case with Moon and uh, uh, Mark. Um, and here, uh, I feel good that uh, the group has come in with a good mentality every day. And we know that in the next stretch of the season, as you mentioned, the games come quickly. And everybody's got to be ready because uh, it'll be necessary to rotate at times. And guys that have shown well in training, guys that are uh, doing well with the second team, uh, these are these are possibilities as we move through the stretch. And, and the necessity to get off to a, a good start, a positive start for you guys. I'm wondering, can you compare the not the pressure internally and the pressure you put on the team and, and you feel yourself to win, but culturally from the stand, from the fans, the supporters? Can you compare it to other places you've been, other scenarios you've been? How much pressure does it feel in this moment to, to, to win? What do you, you feel? It's always pressure to win. If you go through a little bit of a rough patch, then uh, the strength uh, as a group, uh, the ability to continue with the way we work, to trust each other, believe each other, and that's the only way. Um, uh, it's important on the inside that there's a real strength. Nobody can uh, be afraid of the moment. It's, it's football. And, you know, the chance to still work every day and try to continue to improve, to play, to step on the field and find ways to improve and take points. Um, that's what we always have. But from, you, from your perspective, in terms of outside pressure, supporter pressure, culturally, it's like how much it matters to the city. Is this as intense in terms of the pressure that you feel compared to other places? Or, I mean, the U.S. Men's national team, is that a, a more preparing kind of pressure? Josh, it's there all the time, right? If you spend too much time worrying about it, you don't last long in this business, okay? I understand how things work, okay? Um, but my focus on the group, on the tone every day, there's no way you can lead if it looks like you're worried about what people on the outside are saying. And so, yeah, these are always going to be questions. Uh, but our chance to work, our chance to be strong, to play group, group, uh, great football, um, that's, that's what we have to um, be about. And, uh, you know, this, this is the way it works in sports. Um, whenever there's a game or two or a, a stretch, in this case seven, where you say, you know what, hasn't, hasn't been as good as we'd all like, uh, then the commitment to the way we do things, uh, you know, there's different ways to do it. Some people start to look for things to change. Uh, that's typically not the way I've handled it. I, I try to reinforce with guys what we're all about and that the, the process to become a good team um, that's been there from day one doesn't change. All right. Hey, we're now going to open it up to Zoom. We're going to start here with Kevin Baxter. Kevin, take it away. Hey, Bob. Thanks for your time again. All right, Kevin. Hey, um... The record clearly shows that, that the home crowd helps you guys. I mean, there's no question about that. But I'm curious as to how. What, what do you get from the crowd, and does it also intimidate your opponents, do you think? I can't speak for our opponents, but uh, we love playing in Bank of California. The playing surface uh, is usually very good. Um, there's always that, that extra special feeling when the – Supporters are there behind you that when you need that little extra push, uh, they're doing everything to lift the group, challenge the group. Uh, and, and, and look, we've been a good team from the beginning, and good teams usually 
love playing home games and understand the importance of playing well in front of uh, the supporters. So we've talked about that from day one, and we continue to uh, believe that that's an important part of of our culture and, and the connection that we have with our fans in the city. I think everyone's expecting a sellout Saturday, but would, do you understand that some fans may be just a little bit reticent maybe to dip their toe in the water just yet? Sure. I think everybody's uh, faced with decisions now that things have reopened. And uh, the last 15 or 16 months, um, so many people have made decisions because they felt it was the, the responsible way to handle things for themselves, for their families, for their co-workers. Uh, and, and we think that around here we've done a good job. And, and, and so uh, people making decisions about how to move forward now that things are, are reopening, uh, we understand the process for everyone. Hi, thank you. Well, nice to see you. And uh, in, in terms of Carlos in, in particular, he mentioned right before the break that he was looking forward for this time where he was going to be able to get some training under him to, to be able to slowly get back to, to that uh, top uh, shape that we're all expecting. So how have you seen him and, and what are you expecting of Carlos on Saturday and how did the break help in, in that sense? Uh, the break helped because we were able to accumulate good days of training, good work. And uh, we agree that that's what Carlos needs. And, and it's also important that that work and training is combined with games. Uh, so we're, we're a little further along. And, and we hope that we can see the progress in, in the way he's able to play in uh, games as we move forward. Uh, I think everybody feels good about the work. The confidence will come from uh, getting points and, and winning games and feeling like uh, we're playing better and better. Uh, it's important to say that in all seven games, we've had some moments of really good football. We've scored some excellent team goals. Uh, there's been many stretches in games where we've controlled things, where teams have had a difficult time getting forward or getting chances against us defensively. Uh, we've been hard to play against. Um, but we still haven't been sharp enough when we create advantages, and then we still have been prone to some mistakes. So um, everybody knows that. There's no one way to solve those things, but confidence comes from getting on a good run, and that's what we're hoping we can do in the next period. In Alexander, take it away. Hey, Bob, just going off topic a little bit here. I'm writing something on the, the three academy guys, the, the teenagers that are practicing with you guys. I'm just wondering from their sense what this does for their development, being able to practice with the first team and, and to be able to, to, to be part of the culture in a sense. And from your standpoint, what do you see from these kids and, and how do you see their development right now? Yeah, so you have to help me out. I'm sorry. Um, are you talking about the three players that we signed as homegrown last year? Or yes. some of the yes. young players? Yes, and Duane and Leone, yes. Okay, so, um, you know, as a, just a general comment is that we continue to bring academy kids that haven't yet been signed as homegrown players into training on a regular basis. So... We think that's an important part of what's going on. This year, uh, we're very fortunate to have 
the, the relationship with uh, Las Vegas Lights, which then serves as our second team. Steve Cherundlo is doing a really good job. And so we are able to determine what's best for players at a given time. So uh, specifically, uh, Tony Leone has made progress. He's been tra he trained almost all of last year with the first team. But what he needs right now are games. And he's getting important games planned for Las Vegas. And we have prioritized that for him right now with the idea that those games are going to help him. Uh, we mix up whether he's then during a week training some with the first team or some with the, the, the second team, which trains here, to prepare for the match. Uh, Christian Torres... Early this year, we had to slow him down because he was having some uh, tendonitis issues in his knees. We've worked through that. You can see him uh, regaining his confidence, uh, moving better. Scored two goals for the second team last night against the Galaxy. That was We were all so excited because uh, he's had to really fight through a, a period where just being out of regular training... Uh, having to do more work in the gym, more work with the physios, that's not what a young player wants, but uh, everybody agreed that it was the best thing. Uh, Eric Duenas had an excellent start the preseason and then unfortunately uh, had a sprained ankle, a high ankle sprain that has slowed down the progress since then. But all three are still guys that we think uh, are moving forward. And, and by now, all of them are very well geared towards uh, the way we go about things and, and uh, our football, uh, what it means to show up every day with a good mentality. They're all guys that love to play, so we love working with them. One last thing. Uh, with the, with the backloaded schedule here and with a lot of games happening in a, a short period of time, would there be a chance that you might use one or more of those guys in, in first-team games, or is it still too soon? Uh, to be seen. We've got a number of guys in the moment that have done well for the second team. And, uh, and we are excited that as we play these games, uh, that the minutes that they've been getting is will help them when they get called on here. Uh, and again, Tony uh, hasn't had an injury issue, so, so he's been playing um, the games. He hasn't missed training. Christian and Eric are a little bit behind just uh, uh, because of the time that they've missed with their injuries. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jim. Andy Giosa. Hey, well, how's it going? Good. How are you? Pretty good, thanks. Bob, I'm just wondering if you have any update on the Brian Rodriguez front. Is he expected to be with the team in July? Is there any update on that? Uh, there is no update. Um, He's under contract here, so as Copa America finishes up, uh, if uh, we don't find as an organization uh, a deal that makes sense, then we're excited for Brian to come back. And from the beginning, we spoke of his talent, and we believe that there's a lot more there for him to do here. So uh, no big update other than we'll wait and see how things play out through the rest of Copa America and then a little bit into the transfer window. Hey Bob, how are you? Good, thanks. 
Um, well, talking about a little bit about the games you have under the tight schedule, uh, should we expect uh, Carlos to be playing the full 90, or are you going to administrate his minutes like you did when he came back from his injury? Uh, we're still on a game-by-game -game basis, and that will be very important when we have weeks like the one coming up with three matches in a week. So uh, managing his minutes and his load uh, and making sure that we can continue the mix between good training sessions and game minutes and trying to build that up. Uh, obviously, the last match against the NYCFC, he played the whole match, but we also knew that we didn't have a match for three weeks. So uh, that's not necessarily the way it's going to work, but uh, it's part of our discussion as we go through training every week and now as we prepare for for the games uh, at home with Houston and Dallas and then obviously away in Kansas City. Hi Bob, how are you? Good, Salvador. Nice to uh, see you again. Uh, Bob, uh, I have four questions. Uh, first of all, uh, you were talking uh, about Tony, about Christian, uh, but uh, how important is that agreement with Vegas uh, to be a minutes, to be to be able to change the players? Uh, who are not playing with you, uh, especially with Christian Torres, who the last year was playing with the Mexican national team, uh, with the minor players, and the same two questions. Uh, you were named as the coach for the for the All-Star game against the Mexican League. How important is that game uh, facing uh, players of the Mexican League in that transition, in that development of an agreement or something with Mexico? Thank you. Uh, first, uh, the agreement with Las Vegas is very important. We need uh, opportunities for our young players to get game experience. And as I've mentioned a number of times today, uh, we're pleased with the progress the team is making, the ability for us to take some guys in training on certain days, other days have them train with the second team, make decisions then as to whether they would play with us. If not, make sure that they get uh, real game experiences. So, so far we think that part has been fantastic and it's, a, it's going to pay off in terms of the development of all those players. Uh, the All-Star Game, it's always an honor to be involved with the All-Star Game and when they set up a game where it's the MLS All-Stars and the Mexican um, the MX All-Stars, then there's a little bit more at stake. Um, it's always fun for the players that are called in. Uh, it's a time to play good football and excite the crowd, but there's always a little responsibility to represent and play well on the night. So I haven't thought much about it yet, um, but as we get a little bit closer, then uh, we'll start making sure that uh, the guys are going to enjoy it and that we can play some good football. Uh, yeah, we're lucky. We've got a bunch of guys that love football. So amongst the technical staff, David Cameron, uh, important scout for us, John Thornton, Will Koontz. Everybody's watching a lot of games, discussing games. Uh, uh, you know, our video analyst, uh, Carlo Valadares, uh, Max Odenheimer, across the board, uh, guys that love football. And we... 
are always excited about the kind of discussions that go on here, just about all kinds of matches. Uh, and, and again, that can be games that involve our players uh, or, or games that we've been watching from the Euros or Copa America. So, yeah, a lot of good football going on, and uh, it's exciting for all of us. Sorry, I said that a little too quickly. We're going to do one more, and this is the last and final. Gio Garcia, go. Hey, Bob, hope you're doing good. Hope the, the break helped you out. Um, what break? I want to ask you, the, the international break where you can sit back and, you know, watch watch all the games from your couch. You yeah. know, that break. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Bob, uh, obviously everybody has great questions. Um, I wanted to know you. I know I know what you said earlier about the pressure and, and you know, the expectations that come with in, in Los Angeles. Um, I just want to know a tactically. I know you guys at times have been uh, vulnerable on the set piece defending. A lot of things made about zone piece defending. Um, I'm just curious, are you guys still going to go with the zone piece defending, man marking? Because there's a lot of questions about that. Uh, yeah, we do a mix of zone and, and man. So that's first of all. Um, We've changed at different times the number of guys in zone and the number of guys in man. Uh, we look closely at things. Um, oddly enough, this year, our expected goal uh, defending on set pieces is actually quite good, but that doesn't help explain the two moments where we've been soft in the front zone and then obviously in the last game, the miscommunication about how to deal with uh, Tuzuri Shradi, who came on as a sub. So... Uh, no matter how you choose to defend set pieces, concentration, uh, adjustments at times. Uh, example, Eddie Segura was marking Castellanos uh, in the last game. Castellanos for NYCFC is normally hanging in the back post area. And uh, over the first couple of corners, he wasn't really a factor. And then when Tujuri Shradi came on, uh, whether it was planned or not, uh, Castellanos and Tajiri Shradi stood next to each other for a second and then Castellanos moved more to the middle of the pack and Tajiri just sort of moved a little bit into that back area and so the communication between Eddie Segura and Mark Anthony Kay in that moment needed to be better um, but none of that's an issue if, if we're a little bit better in the front zone. It was an outswinger and our ability to protect that front zone uh the positioning of Cheeky. Uh, like 10 or 12 minutes before that, when they hit the same outswinger and Cheeky jumped and it just glanced off his head, I think Tanner Holm ended up with a, not a great shot, but a shot from outside the box. Uh, and yet the same corner came in and, and Cheeky didn't adjust his position. So while everybody's talking about things like man and zone, Cheeky's positioning, um, Danny Masovsky and Tristan then on an outswinger, uh, their ability to deal with that ball coming across. Uh, and, and then, you know, as they're moving into that front zone, it was Alfredo Morales. He had come on as a sub. You know, our ability to, to protect the first zone. So those are things that, that certainly we speak about. If you look at the four-year history, well, not four yet. 2018-2019, um, for the most part, our defendant on corners was quite good. Uh, we ran into some trouble last year. It started out on some second phases uh, where it wasn't so much a direct ball, but where a team either played short or where the first ball got headed up in the air and we didn't deal with the next moment well. Uh, and then 
uh, we did at the end of the year let some balls again come through the front zone. Uh, you know, the goal that Rui Diaz scored against Seattle, actually Carlos got his head on it, but you know, just got a little piece of it and it got into the back zone and Rui Diaz just sniffed it out and we didn't react very well. Uh, then we know that we gave up two goals in the front zone um, against Champions League. So, you know, our recognition, uh, our decisions as to how to protect that front zone, who's there, uh, their positioning, in-swingers, out-swingers, these would be the kind of details that we would spend a lot of time on. Well, I mean, everything's coming in, in a hard time. I, I, I think it's, for us, it's important have our fans in the stadium feel the energy personally when I have the pressure with the fans I play better I feel like oh it's a game day I have to show our fans how good I am so I don't think they are like upset of course we are the first we want to be in a better position but I think it's just the start we have enough time to change this situation and honestly I trust in our team I trust like in the way we play, in the player we have, and we just need to get the rhythm back and get some win and we will be in a good position for sure. Can you compare the expectations that supporters have in other parts of the world where you've played compared to your experience so far in Los Angeles? You know, how, how would you say that the Manchester United family feel compared to, you know? I mean, it's really dif different. There in Europe is more like they go to enjoy the the game, there's some action, they clap, but here's like like a party. They come like crazy, they drink a lot, they get excited every weekend and we can feel that. We can feel that emotion, that we can feel that energy and of course like when you see the the crowd giving the hundred percent it's like you feel like I have to do the same. So let's go for it. They bring my, my best and let's win games. Good to see you. Uh, do you have a message for the fans coming back and welcoming them back to, to see at a full capacity? Share that. Yeah, I mean, I think we are, I, I think more excited than them to be, to have fans in, in our stadium. And I just want to, to, you can enjoy with us, you can celebrate goals with us, three points, and get back the rhythm. All the good things we create in these three years, four years now, we want to we wanna show you back in Saturday game, so I can't wait for see you there, and I hope you can enjoy. Oh, bien, creo que es algo bueno, ya no solo a nivel deportivo, eso quiere decir que que la cosa va mejorando, que cada vez poco a poco vamos saliendo de esta complicada situación y nosotros felices porque al final uno como jugador tener todo el estadio completo ahí apoyando y dándonos esa energía tan positiva que suelen darnos es importante para, para la hora de poder rendir a nuestro máximo nivel. En estos días de pues, prácticamente descanso entre comillas, ¿cómo trabajaron para justamente llegar Bien, bien, yo en lo personal, pues obviamente estas semanas me sirvieron para poder tener más entrenamientos, por preparar después de la lesión mejor eh, el cuerpo para, para poder estar lo más cerca posible de mi 100% y poder ayudar al equipo. Creo que 
el equipo está esperando mi aportación y esperemos que desde, desde el sábado se empiece a notar el, el jugador que, que todos quieren ver. Eh, Carlos, se ha hecho una controversia lo de Javier Hernández en llegar a la selección o no llegar a la selección. ¿Cuál es tu opinión acerca de este tema? No tengo ni idea. Eh, al final, el Chicho está haciendo un gran inicio de temporada, está rindiendo a un buen nivel, pero al final el que toma la decisión es el entrenador y ya es ahí cuestión de gustos. Ya no es tienes que llevar a este o tienes que llevar al otro. Yo creo que él busca, el Tata busca lo que se adapta más a su estilo de juego o a su sistema de juego y ante eso no podemos hacer nada. Yo creo que ya es cuestión de qué necesita o qué no necesita. Ya no puedo decirte el por qué o qué está pasando porque no tengo la menor idea. Hey, Carlos, how are you? Hey, good. Carlos, en, 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 en lo personal, en, en lo que resta pues, de las semanas que pudiste descansar un poco, eh, ¿cómo se sientes? Porque Baba ha hablado que todavía es un poco el proceso de poder tenerlo al 100. ¿Cómo se siente usted personalmente en, en lo que viene, que son tres partidos de una semana que es muy difícil para el equipo? No, la verdad que bien, más que descansar, lo tomé como un tiempo para, para trabajar más, para prepararme en el aspecto físico, porque después de una lesión siempre es complicado recuperar esa forma física y, y conforme van pasando los días, los entrenamientos, me voy sintiendo mejor, voy recuperando las sensaciones de, del estar bien, del estar sano y... Y cuando uno se siente bien, puede rendir a buen nivel. Yo creo que es lo que más cuesta trabajo cuando hay una lesión, es volver a, a tu 100%, a hacer las cosas que sueles hacer. Y, y yo creo que pronto, conforme vayan pasando los partidos, cada vez se verá un mejor Carlos Vela y, y ya listo para dar todo, porque el equipo necesita, necesita que, que esté de vuelta, que, que haga goles, que haga asistencias y poder regresar a la posición que queremos estar. Katia. Carlos, gusto saludarte. Un poco sobre lo que mencionas, en ese sentido hablabas antes de la pausa de que estabas esperando este momento para poder tener más entrenamientos y que pronto se pueda ver esa versión de Carlos Vela que todo el mundo espera. ¿Qué tan cerca estás de esa versión de poder eh, apoyar ¿Cómo se espera al equipo? No, bien, la verdad que me siento mucho mejor que, que el último partido y eso quiere decir que va a haber un mejor nivel. La verdad que a todos nos ha venido bien tener entrenamientos, poder prepararnos física, mentalmente y, y ya listos. La verdad que con muchas ganas de poder regresar a jugar y más cuando ya va a poder estar todo el estadio lleno y, y poder tener otra vez esos partidos buenos, disfrutar dentro y la gente también fuera y que y ya queremos que pase. Sí. Hablabas de esa presión que sientes de la gente, el, el sentir ese empuje. ¿Sientes una, una responsabilidad también de que ha pasado más de un año? Digo, claro, fue, fue un tiempo complicado, pero desde que hemos podido verte con esa consistencia de jugar 90 minutos y, y estar aportando de, de esa manera partido tras partido. Sí, obviamente, siempre lo digo, que cuando uno 
va a un partido y entra al campo y ves todo el estadio lleno, la energía que ponen, ellos ahí dando el 100%, gritando, apoyando, pues uno siente la, la necesidad de darles de regreso lo mismo, dar el máximo y, y hacerlos disfrutar. Yo creo que la gente va a nuestro estadio a disfrutar de buen fútbol, de goles y es lo que, lo que intentamos darle cada vez que, que hay partido y que ellos pueden estar con nosotros. Carlos, ¿qué tal? Te quiero preguntar, ¿qué esperas del Dinamo? Un rival que ha batallado y que no ha ganado de visita en prácticamente un año. ¿Qué han analizado del rival? No, sabemos que es un equipo fuerte, que, sabemos que se defiende bien, que, que están ahí dando todo al 100% cada, cada minuto y que complican a cualquier rival. Obviamente... Igual los resultados no, no lo están acompañando, pero tampoco nosotros. Yo creo que los dos queremos la victoria, los dos queremos ganar para poder regresar a las zonas que queremos estar. Y, y como te digo, yo la verdad que me enfoco más en, en preparar bien el partido en lo personal, en lo, en lo grupal y enfocarme más en el trabajo de nuestro equipo que en el de rival. Yo creo que jugando en casa... Eh, tenemos que proponer nosotros tenemos que ir desde el primer minuto a buscar la victoria y, y no hay más excusas, yo creo que hay, que hay que ir a buscar los tres puntos Carlos, y la última si me permites, eh, al equipo le ha ido muy bien en su corta historia sin embargo este ha sido el peor arranque ¿tú sientes algo distinto? quizá un poco más de presión, no más allá de tu visión de primera grupal, ¿percibes eh, algo distinto a estas alturas, en esta temporada? no, obviamente el inicio no es el que nos hubiera gustado, pero también no hemos podido estar con el grupo entero. En lo personal no he podido jugar ni un partido que diga estoy al 100% y estoy disfrutando. Los pocos que he jugado ha sido con, con cierto dolor, jugando porque quiero ayudar al equipo, pero no dando mi mayor nivel ni, ni pudiendo disfrutar, es más pensando en los dolores que tengo o la lesión que vengo saliendo y eso no, no ha ayudado. Yo creo que el equipo necesita que, que todos estemos al 100, obviamente en lo personal que pueda aportar los goles, las asistencias, el, el buen juego y, y yo creo que pronto estamos en camino de, de conseguir eso y, y veremos al equipo que, que hemos visto en los años anteriores y, y tengo mucha confianza en mi equipo y que, que pronto volverán a ver el gran fútbol que hacemos y, y las victorias. No, yeah, obviously the management side um, goes hand in hand with the staff and they look to, you know, manage the load and but no, I think the main thing for us is the intensity and bringing it each and every day because we know this time is going to be really busy. Um, and we're trying to get on the right foot. That's it. We want to all get to our best, you know, at this time of the year and really push ourselves to take it to that next level because we feel we You know, we have more on our team and we want to show that, so. Kevin Baxter, go ahead and unmute yourself. Hey Tristan, thanks for the time. Yeah, of course. I know I haven't seen you in a long time, but is the beard new? <laughs> no, not, not new, but uh, it's uh, in full effect now, it seems. <laughs> okay. Um, you talked about the fans and Bob did too. I mean, your record shows the fans helped you, but I'm curious to know how. How do the fans help you when you're lag, you know, when you're tired, the, the, the crowd cheering help you? What exactly, what difference does the, fan, the fans make? 
I'd say it's it's hard to put a point uh, a pinpoint on it. It's just the energy they bring. It's like if you're feeling tired and you hear them cheering, it's literally like an energy boost. Like, and the thirty two fifty two doesn't stop the entire game. So it's, you always have that energy pushing you throughout the game. And it's hard to say or hard to put it in words unless you actually feel it. But no, it's a it's an energy boost, and I'm very much so looking forward to having them back in the city. And that energy boost, I mean, the sound is going to be different when you go from 10,000, 11,000 to 22,000. And, and does it, do you think it adversely affects your opponents, intimidates them maybe a little bit at the end of a game? No, I think so. I mean, like I said, it's an environment that, you know, we look forward to playing in. And I think when teams come there, they know what to expect with the 32-52, the chance, the entire time, the extra energy, not just from the team, but from the people in the stands in the 32-52. So, yeah, I think it's a tough environment for people to come in for sure. Thanks a lot. Good luck with that beard. It's 106, man. <laughs> <laughs> match the first um, after a few weeks off so we're looking to get out on the right foot um, push intensity especially at home with the fans coming in the stadium again with full capacity that's a, a big motive motivator for us um, going into the game but yeah we want to get right we want to push push ourselves individually as a collective and uh, get the result that's all it is Hey, Tristan, first of all, you got to give me the secret to get that beer, man. I have been praying for years, and it doesn't work, so congratulations <laughs> on that. Um, and second, what are you expecting from Tristan Dynamo? What are the best players you in the next appointment? Obviously, they have uh, fast players like Papa and many others. So what do you expect from that Ramos team this Saturday? No, yeah, they're a good team. They've shown it in the game, you know, the games that they played this year and the one against us when we go there. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a tough match. Um, you can expect them to get on the counter. Um, you know, they're good going in behind. Uh, very fast players, like you said, um, with Fafa. And, um, yeah, no, it's going to be a tough game, but we're going to focus on ourselves, uh, continue trusting the process, what we're doing here at the club. You know, not a lot has changed, and we really uh, refocus on what we want to do. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to putting that product on the field. Thank you, and good luck. Thank you. Tristan, I got one last one here for you. I'm, I'm shifting a little here, but, you know, especially seeing kind of during this break, you are someone who, you know, in your first year or first, year, you know, year and a half or so had the benefit of, you know, just getting some on-pitch time on loan with, uh, you know, Phoenix. Uh, you know, how have you seen some of your teammates kind of coming back you know, guys like, you know, people asked about Tris, uh, about Kristen, Christian, Christian scored two goals with the lights yesterday. Mm. You know, how have you seen kind of every day the, the effect of that on-pitch experience? No, games are so important, and I'll be the first to say that, especially, you know, my first and second year getting games with Phoenix. Um, it's a huge confidence boost when you get the games and you can go over there and really show how you, you know, how you work and the things that you can do. Um, and those guys have done a tremendous job. Um, and it boosts us at the first team when they come back and they have the confidence and they're doing well in training and making good plays. Like, 
it just it boosts the group it gives us a good feeling um, and yeah like I said they've done a tremendous job so far and I'm really excited for all the players getting games on there.